This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Three, two, one. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. But this year we saw a significant jump in that unsafe concern up to 21%. So that's a 6% jump in just two years on folks that are looking at water and saying it is unsafe. And so for myself, that was probably one of the largest pieces that came out of this. That's Shannon Murphy with Aquamore talking about the WQA Consumer Opinion Study at the WQA Convention and Exposition in April. And welcome to WQA Radio, the weekly podcast from the Water Quality Association, where we promote better water quality around the world. This is episode number 325. If you're a first-time listener or new to the industry, welcome, especially those of you who are new members, by all means. Thank you for joining WQA. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to share the podcast with someone you know. That's how we spread the word about the value of WQA and the water treatment industry. We're publishing this on June 28th of 2023. Find us at WQA.org and on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. In this episode, we feature a portion of the session on the 2023 Consumer Opinion Study at the WQA convention in Las Vegas. It is a panel discussion which was kicked off by an overview from WQA Executive Director Polly Undusser with panelists Shannon Murphy, Doug Raymer with Martin Water, and Neil White with Watts Water Technology. WQA Associate Executive Director Tom Bursma introduced the panel. Later, we'll have our Motivational Minute and WQA Tip. And now on to the WQA Consumer Opinion Study. Tom Bursma takes it away on WQA Radio. going to introduce our three panelists this morning and then I'm going to lastly introduce our moderator. So I'm going to start with Shannon Murphy who is on your far right, Vice President Development and Compliance for Aquamore. Um, uh, Shannon has a tremendous long history with WQA, a long history in the industry uh, in many different roles and responsibilities, uh, so brings a, a diverse perspective. Uh, next to him is Doug Raymer, president of Martin Water. Um, Doug is uh, one of our board of governors, um, has also a lot, of, a lot of history and experience in the dealer in the industry, uh, and so we'll bring a perspective on how this relates to, to his business uh, as well. And, and then I'll conclude with Neil White, uh, who is uh, joining us this morning as well, Sales Director North America for Watts Water Technology, uh, a brand I'm sure many of you know and is familiar with and, and also has that kind of direct-to-consumer um, engagement and value in terms of the content within the consumer opinion study. So a lot of good perspectives, a lot of diversity in what these three gentlemen will bring this morning. And then I'm going to conclude with our moderator this morning, who is Polly Undesser, the Water Quality Association Executive Director, 
who will give you an overview, give you some good slide content to get us kind of primed and, and again, just give a, a bit of an intro to some of what we took away as some of the good content uh, that we thought would be good to share this morning, lead into some panel discussions, and then we will have an opportunity for audience questions. I'll have a, a mic. There'll be someone joining me with a roving mic as well. If you have a question as we get to the end, think about it during the course of it. Raise your hand, we'll get over to you with a mic, uh, and that'll be our, our kind of concluding part to this morning's session. So with that, I will turn it over to Polly Undesser. Thank you. I could have my Gucci on. I could wear my Louis Vuitton. But even with nothing on, bet I made you look. I made you look. I like that song. I didn't even get to pick it, but that's some swagger this morning. And I'm going to give everybody a double gold star for being here at 8 a.m. this morning, so thank you very much. And those in the front row here get a triple gold star for bringing some great energy this morning. Thank you. So to kick us off this morning, I'm just going to read a couple headlines that are in this flyer for you. Uh, water quality concerns are significantly higher. Safety concerns grew. Home treatment products, importance, grows. Water filtration systems in the home grew significantly since 2021. So if you don't take anything else from this session today, a lot has changed in just the course of a couple of years, let alone think about the last 20 years of data and trends that we have been looking at through consumer opinions. So what you are here for today is incredibly significant of what we've been looking at and trying to understand consumer opinions and what do we do with that data. So we want to dive into a little bit of that and what does it mean to us. So before we get started, I definitely want to have everybody understand what's behind the survey and the study. So I won't go into all of the details because some of it is in here. You can dive into more of the data. So this is a bit of a flyby before we get started because I really want to lean on the expertise of those that we have in the panel today and give time for questions that we have from the audience. But the background of the survey, when we talk about veracity of samples, we really want to focus on the probability of the circumstances of reality. So what is the reality that this survey is really representative of not only the population, the representation, that it's randomly selective, and that a reasonable, prudent person would think this is representative of the US population and that it would be representative of a US census. So if it was in a court of law, we want to say, is this reasonable to someone who would be a witness in a court of law? That's what we're looking at. So that's kind of the background of it. So when we look at the profile, again, I'm not going to go through all of the details here, but when you look at the participant profile, either by gender, age, household income, education, ethnicity, these all follow the profile of the U.S. Census, and it really is something that matters to us a lot uh, geographically, so it really is representative of any area that you would be located in and any consumer that you would have in your region. And the data is available in uh, different ways, depending on which membership category you are. So if you're a premier member, you can dive into the raw data to be able to drill down into specific segment types based on any of this data. So let's dive into some of this. 
So specifically when we're talking about that overall concern of quality of the household water supply, we talked about that the overall concern is significantly increasing. Now we can conjecture, is this because the media coverage of things like Flint, Michigan, Newark, New Jersey, and other incidents like that have increased over the last several years? However, I do want to contrast that to what's happening at the tap water. So there's definitely a degree of confidence in the tap water that is increasing. So we would all love to believe that is that because there are more household water filtration products that are coming in? That's something that is for us to figure out. Um, because if that is something that is there, that's something for us to understand that opportunity. But certainly those that are in the house are seeing that there is an issue at the supply, even though they're saying that their tap water is more safe. So there is an, another piece here, which is the I don't knows that are coming through in this, and that significantly increased. And so that means there's an opportunity for education because there's a lot of confusion that is happening right now when folks are saying, I don't know if my tap water is safe or not. And that's opportunity for us to educate, that's opportunity for us. So another piece for us to look at is responsibility. And so there's several trends that we're looking at here in this graph which is responsibility being defined not only of looking at within the home, and they're saying within the home or bottled water plant, there's significant strides upward. However, if it's outside of the home with the municipality, there's a significant decline that that responsibility lies outside the home. So these are significant trends that we've been seeing since 2017, and we'll continue watching those. Contaminants present have been very steady, whether it has been aided or unaided. Um, this is something that we see is, um, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong slide here. <laughs> Lead and chlorine. Um, you guys are looking at the reasons behind perceptions of safe and unsafe water. Um, so for this one, the utility is uh, the main item that is looked at as safe. And so the respondents are looking at that the safety item here is they're leaning still on their utility. And their utility is really leaning on as their um, responsibility for the, the one that they are looking for as a credible resource. However, when they're saying, is it not considered safe, then the reasons are is because it doesn't taste good. And that's something that we really have an opportunity there. So most households that we're looking at here have not tested their water. And so in this case, that's something that we look at when we want to know, are they educated or are they not educated? And so that is something that we're looking at as well. Customers are definitely looking at reviews. So this is something that if you are using your marketing and if you're looking at how are you um, ensuring that you're looking at your social media, you're pushing how you're looking for your customers to look at your responses, absolutely customer reviews are one of the most important ways that they're looking to choose products. So focusing on that is a huge part of what you want to be looking for. 
A few things as far as water treatment products. We certainly see that less than half of the households have water treatment products. Um, so that means that there's still a lot of room to grow here. Bottled water usage is on a steady increase as well as water filtration in the home. And so we're seeing a lot of increases for our opportunities. And so something to be mindful of for us as well. Primary reasons, definitely dive into this data as we go forward, um, but definitely there is a lot of extra protection here that they're looking for. Consumers really want to make sure that they are looking for that added level of final barrier protection. Big box stores remain a most popular place to be able to find a purchase. And one in four consumers are really looking most likely to purchase a water treatment product in the future. Consumer confidence reports, still something that most people are not looking at, although that is still a place that a lot of consumers could be able to understand what is in their tap water if they're on a municipal supply, um, but still a source of confusion or something that is not being leveraged. Salesperson needs to know their product knowledge. This is a huge one that I want to underscore because the, the numbers here and the statistics that the consumers are crying for knowledgeable sales people are huge and they are staggering. So I'm gonna stop and pause here and say it again. Salespeople need to know their product knowledge because consumers are demanding it. Lastly, I will talk about um, most are looking to buy replacement um, products from the manufacturer, and this is something that we have been really focused on for quite a while, because as we know, there are a lot of counterfeit products that are out there, and we have been trying to really refute that in big ways. And so we're seeing that the trends are in our favor, that not only typical buying behavior, but also that consumers are checking product certifications. And those are two big things that we wanna make sure are happening, that our customers are going to manufacturers, going to the dealers and checking those certifications and checking that the products are valid and not counterfeits. So again, this was a drive-by this morning that I'm doing for an overview. We're going to dive into this data more with the experts. There's more information here in the booklet for you. And we're gonna start off with a few questions, but I really uh, encourage all of you to have more of those questions in your mind because we are gonna have a roving mic with Tom and Tom's going to come around and ask some questions in just a moment. So welcome, my panel. How is everybody doing this morning? Excellent, good. Doing great. Excellent. All right, so just to get us started, I am curious to know from each of you was there anything surprising in this data? So how about we start on the far side, Shannon, was there anything surprising in the data for you? The, one of the biggest things that really stood out to me was, and you mentioned it in your, your synopsis, was the unsafe piece, is that the, the trends over the last uh, 20 years, because we've got a great body of work here, the unsafe was, was pretty much staying the same at about 10 to 15%. But this year, we saw a significant jump in that unsafe concern up to 21%. Uh, 
So that's a 6% jump in just two years on folks that are looking at water and saying it is unsafe. And so for myself, that was probably one of the largest pieces that came out of this was individuals are really, I think because of PFAS, because of Flint, I think there's a lot of information that's getting out there. People are becoming more aware and that is driving people to bring filtration into their home. Thank you. Doug. Similar to what Shannon had to say, that there's an increase, a significant increase in just people's overall comfort with the quality of the water. There's, they're, they're not sure, but the interesting thing is they didn't know why. They don't know any, they know very little about what's in the water, the contaminants. They, they know something may not be right, but they don't know what it is. So they have questions around, there's a, there's a mystery around, so what, what might be in my water? The other was, um, again, from a dealer perspective, and how can, how can you end up selling more, was, the, was the, the survey, in the survey it talked about two-thirds of the people that were thinking of remodeling would put water treatment in. That was just an interesting number for me. Two-thirds of the people that might do a remodel work in their home would do water treatment. That's a good one. And Neil? Yeah, what I, what I found interesting was that uh, so f there's a large number that have not read the consumer conference report being provided by their utility, but they're looking to that same utility to provide as, as their source of confidence in their water quality. So it seems like there's a bit of a, a disjointedness in, in that, right? Where, where they're getting their information and what they would, what actions they might take are being derived from a document they may not be reading. And that was a portion of a panel discussion on the consumer opinion study at the WQA convention. And that uh, consumer opinion study is available both to the public, but also to members. If you're a core or premier member of WQA, you get a deep dive. And uh, even if you are the premier member, you get all of the data and it is uh, worth its weight in gold. I was going to say that, but frankly, it's not actually very heavy. So it's, it's worth more than its weight in gold, right? Um, but this is uh, something we do every couple of years. It's extremely valuable to the industry. I want to have you go to the website, wqa.org, to get your copy. All right. And you know what? This uh, panel discussion was so good. I think what we'll probably do a little bit later uh, in the year is maybe within a few episodes or so, we'll share a little bit more from the panel discussion with Shannon and Doug and Neil. And our WQA Motivational Minute, the value of complaints. I worked as a busboy in high school. Great job, by the way. And it was a tremendous experience because I had to interact with customers and learn systems for setting up a dining room and bussing tables. Yeah, there were systems in place for that. Uh, one time I stopped by a table to find a customer wanting to send back his fish. And so I took it back, and on the way, I ran into the hostess and said, some guy is complaining about his fish, and he's sending it back. And she said, well, good. And I asked why she would say that's good, and she said because it means we can address his problem and hopefully make him a happy customer. Now, all I had been thinking about was how rude the guy seemed and the extra work for me, but the hostess 
had the right idea. Complaints are pathways to satisfied customers. Our WQA tip, next year's convention will be March 5th through the 7th, 2024 in Orlando. It will be even bigger and better than this year's, and you won't want to miss it. If you would like to be a convention presenter in 2024, guidelines and applications are available online now. Go to convention.wqa.org and keep checking back for more information and when registration will open later in the year. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.